my favorite coffee of choice is a strong espresso. Un mio caffè preferito è un espresso e a noite decaffeinado. Delícia. Uh, if I'm out, I'll usually get a, um, a cappuccino with oat milk. This show is called Turn Coffee into Client. Charlie, I'd love to know, what's your favorite coffee? And is it a Senegal coffee or is it a USA coffee? Uh, uh, definitely, I would say a Haitian coffee. And what's it called? Because uh, in Haiti, you get, you get to drink coffee every morning and we don't really use like the a machine, so it's handmade. Wow! So it's very particular. You know, you grind the coffee, you boil it in the water, and then there's something called a crack. You put it in the crack, you roll it. Wait, wait, what's that called? Crack, crack. 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 Okay. So it's like a a drainer to drain the coffee grains from. Then you you have it with with milk and. And also with bread, so so to me that's a very religious <laughs> thing to do when when I'm in Hades. Thank you so much for listening to the Bella Networking podcast trailer. Guys, I'm Bella Networking Guru. I'm a networking guru and a networking speaker. I'm so passionate about networking and I created this podcast show for you. The podcast show is called Turn Coffee Into Client. But guess what, guys? If you are not a coffee fan, it's okay. I really want to promote the art of following up after a networking conversation. The art of networking is in the follow-up. The art of networking is your network is your network. So I created this show, Turn Coffee Into Clients, to emphasize to be successful at networking, we must follow through and we must follow up. I totally understand how easy it is to attend online networking events, Zoom networking events, any form of networking, invest so much time and energy with the hope of winning new business. And it's very easy for the next day to procrastinate, find it difficult to allocate time to follow up. So guys, whether you love coffee, whether you love peppermint tea, whether you're a green tea drinker, following up is very, very essential because this is the moment when new relationships turn into new business. I know we're living in very different times right now and it's a very new way of doing things since the coronavirus outbreak but this shouldn't stop you from still booking those follow-ups and even having a virtual coffee. I'm so delighted that I'm approaching episode 20 on the podcast show. So I'm going to bring something special for you.
to say thank you for supporting me. I will be bringing part two of International Networking Series. You would have seen episodes 11, 12 and 13. I showcased international networking with Central Europe. So guys, do stay tuned to the podcast channel. Subscribe and follow. And shortly, I take you to Turkey, Portugal, Germany, Senegal, Guatemala, and so many more destinations without business travel. You will learn and enjoy how different cultures and entrepreneurs experience lockdown and what was the effect on their business and how did they deal with the change of life and what's life like now coming out of lockdown? Something wonderful for your ears and your mind. I have a clip where you can get a teaser and taster of what's to come for part two of the International Networking Series. Please enjoy. Stay connected. I mean, here in Dynamo, we had no cases, you know. Really? But still, yeah, still the people listen to their nice. private stuff, all the masks, people wearing gloves, and you go to the shopping fair to get your food, and it's it's just, at the store, yeah, if you haven't got a mask, they'll give you a mask. Oh, so as soon as you so walk in, gloves. they allocate you a mask, got you, and they did that quite uh, early. And when you were shopping, were your supplies okay? Was there anything that had run out? Were you able to get your normal groceries and yeah. shopping? travel to Guatemala. And what were the healthcare centres like? Were they adequate or did they have Absolutely not. Right. Absolutely not. No, there was, um, there was, they, they had no, no equipment, no resources at the local health centre. The local health centre was open 24 hours and um, they had no supplies. They had no hand sanitizer. They had no pens. I mean, they had, they had really bare bones in there. So, um, yeah, luckily we were all healthy and, um, you know, made it out. Sure. And what were their lockdown measures like? Did they immediately shut down stores and shops? Well, yeah, pretty much the restaurants were closed. Um, it was kind of a similar situation where they were um, open for essentials. So, you know, little markets and little um, places mm. that sold fresh fruit and produce were open. Um, within... Um, pretty early on, the curfew was 4 p.m. to 4 a.m. Yes. every day. 
And then as time moved along, um, we started having full lockdowns on the weekend. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday was no movement. So you had to do all your shopping, you know, but ahead of time. Sure. In the UK, as soon as lockdown happened, our internet, everybody's internet slowed down. So I couldn't imagine how it was for you there in Guatemala. So with 12 people in the house. Honestly, you know, we, we, we were all heavy users. You know, yes. we, were, we all had, you know, multiple devices with us. We were all working from there. We had web programmers. We had social media people. We had video editors. So the video editor was uploading and downloading heavy <laughs> files all day. Basically, we, we had a rule. There was yes. two people who liked to play video games. No video games during the day. Yes. What's the area in Portugal that you live? I live in a town called Ericeira, which is uh, 40 kilometers on the coast north of Lisbon, the capital. And it's a beautiful uh, world surfing reserve town with seven beaches. Like most countries, it got off to a fairly slow start. Um, but they've focused on the Lisbon area and the Porto area in the north of the country, uh, which were where you know the most intense social interactions occur, and um, I think they got you know on top of it reasonably quickly. Sure. And did you have the drive-through testing, or did you have to go to doctors or the hospitals? Where would you go to have um, the? They um, initially, I think it was done, you, you had to go to hospitals. Got you. Uh, then they um, did create some driving areas. I haven't been tested. I didn't, you know, show any symptoms or anything. Sure. It all started, um, you know, roughly a year after we moved here. We're, we're, we're in a funny way, still settling in. Mm, so <laughs> it wasn't well. too much of an uh, inconvenience for you? No. Understood. Did you do any online food shopping or did you go out for food shopping? No, we're, we're very lucky. Um, five minutes drive from the house, we've got Aldi, Little, Intermarché and okay. Continent, four major supermarket chains. Yes. And they were well organised right from the start. They limited the number of people in the shop. Got you. Outside you queued two meters plus apart. Yes. Um, they put up screens okay. to protect the staff. Um, it's all been done very well. And instead of shopping maybe twice a week, we went shopping once a week. So you've been in Senegal literally from March to today's present day. So I was, I was going to be in Senegal for one month, but then the borders shut down and then my internship, of course, was in tourism and hospitality got cancelled because of the fact that at this particular moment in time, there's really no, there's not that much yeah, tourism or hospitality, you know, wow. happening around the world. So... So then I ended up being in Senegal for uh, 
and I'm still here. I love Senegal. It's been a great experience. The people are lovely. We had a nightly curfew from 8 to 6 a.m., I believe. And then uh, they closed down, the, of course, schools, churches, nightclubs, restaurants, masks. So everything got closed down for... Um, it, we just everything just started to be starting to open back up like two weeks ago. So right, right. Um, slowly but surely, we're getting more and more things opening up. Uh, yeah, but overall, it's been even with the pandemic, it's been a great experience because okay. I think Senegal manages very manage um, what's going on very well. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, the government was, you know, be able to uh, move these people. Uh, I believe it's free of charge. So oh, the testing was free of charge. Yeah, the test. The, now it's not, but before it was free, free of charge to just get tested. I believe. And how did they carry out? Did you have, I don't know, driving? Was it um, by home, or you went to a hospital? How did they do the testing? They sent somebody to your house. If oh, you wow. have, if you have, uh, if you have the, any of the symptoms and you call up that particular mo- uh, number, they send someone to your house to test you. Bella Networking Podcast is available on any of your favorite podcast providers, ranging from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, soundcloud and many many more do remember to hit that subscribe button and follow so you can be notified when international networking series starts at the end of august to get in touch with me or for more information please visit the website turncoffeeintoclients.com Thank you.